Hello, it's Claire Hooper, and this is I'm the Worst. Get ready for 37 minutes of podcast joy as I force the excellent Celia Pacola, host of Thank God You're Here, writer and star of Rosehaven, award-winning comedian, to dredge up an uncomfortable teenage memory and accept an apology from me from a moment when I was the worst. This podcast happens on Wurundjeri land. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Celia Pacola is about to perform her first new stand-up show in five years. And I can't remember how to do that or what it is. It's a very strange position to be in. But I do think I have this every time. Like I've had people, because the people that I normally complain to, I am complaining to again that I don't have a show and it's terrible and I want to quit and I don't know why I ever thought I'd do this and they go you have said this to us before and it's been fine but that doesn't mean Clue Hooper that it's going to be fine this time. No you might be right this time that you don't have a show I think that's unlikely though. See but you don't know you don't I know. I don't know we don't be. know. Part of me is going to tank it just to show you all just how bad <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah I do think I you it's, it's funny because I feel like we've been friends for a long time but it was it did take me ages to realise how much you don't – like how much you doubt yourself more than anyone else does. Like everyone else is like, Silly Bacola, superstar comedian. But don't you find – And you're like, I don't no. – no, no. But don't you find everyone's like that? And it's – No, I hang out with people like Tom Gleeson sometimes. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, except for him, yeah. Um, not a cell in his body experience no, of self-doubt. I remember I occasionally get to um, co-present an award. At, he's the only person really that I will do that with, co-present an award ceremonies with because they're, it's an appalling time. It's a terrible room. It's a really tough crowd. But um, with him it's a great time and there was once we were backstage and I was shitting it and he's like, you're really nervous, aren't you? I'm like, yes. What part of this did you not get? Everything I ever do, I've been nervous. And he goes, if, hey, just look at me and just realise how much I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very calming. It was like a, you know, a ballast to my very nervous high energy. He just couldn't give a fuck. I mean, he does give a fuck. Yeah. But like also. It, yeah, he's, um, I can't quite work it out. It's very reassuring to be around. Yeah. Because he doesn't want it to go badly. Yeah. But he, his mind knows that nervous energy will not improve it. So it's, it's like he's almost... He's almost robotic. Yeah. Like as in he's a warm, lovely robot. human being. <laughs> he's like a warm robot. He's like when but Robin Williams was a robot, that movie. He's, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I can't remember, but it's imagine a robot that looks like Robin Williams. That's, Whoa, that's it. right, yeah, okay. That's it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just think Tom Gleason's head knows what is an unhelpful emotion and doesn't bother experiencing it. See, this is very interesting to me because my body does not know that. So in my experience, everything that's gone well has gone well whilst I was in a state of acute anxiety and panic. So the lesson I've learned is panic and it'll go well. <laughs> right? Have you ever tried it the other way though? <laughs> yes, Have kind you? of. It doesn't really work. The positive thinking doesn't really work. And every bad thing that's ever happened to me, I wasn't expecting. I know this is not a good lesson for people to live by. Don't, I don't recommend this, but this has just been my experience. So, and then it just gets added to the list. So, one time when I was in high school, I went to a party and a mean boy tipped a bowl of tomato salsa on my head. Okay? What? That is really mean. Yeah. So, ever since then, I, if I go to a party... So, sorry, but did he like you? No, he didn't like me. Um, 
Claire, well, what kind of pool? Of, there's two types of. There is. Flirty. It was mild salsa. That, I think that's a proposal. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's spicy salsa that's, a, it's that's flirty. It's a chunk. No, chunky it was, tomato It was salsa. in a mean way and I had to rinse my head in the football what showers. What have you done to him? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. This is, oh, there's too many things you I weren't expecting to talk it. I haven't had a conversation with an adult in a long time, Claire. It's so exciting. Um, <laughs> that is a really offensive so thing to ex- say about your partner who lives with you. <laughs> oh, please. Well, we've got a small toddler, so the way that we speak to each other is... You know, mum, dad, dad. I'm doing. I'm going oh, do no, wee wees. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that. It's just happened. <laughs> um, but ever since I had a bowl of salsa tipped on my head, now that's added to the list. I wasn't worrying about that, and it happened. But now, if I go to a party and I'm nervous, and someone's like, "Well, what's the worst thing that can happen?" I'm like, "Well, let me tell you. Someone could tip a bowl of salsa on my head," and they go, "That's not going to happen. It could, and it has." Um, but yeah, so I don't know if I've ever tried. Yeah, I struggle with the. It's going to be great. You're going to be great. Justin Hamilton, I do this sometimes. Justin Hamilton gave me a good thing for stand-up, which is right before, which I do do, right before you go on stage to trick yourself into wanting to go out there, Mm -hmm. you know, to look at the mic and be like, I can't wait. I I want to get out there. Let me me get out there rather than, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I thought you were going to give me a mantra or something, but he's just like, no. why well, don't you he, look at the mic and look forward to it? He also said, I'm pretty sure this was him, um, to say to yourself sometimes, just what if I'm the best at this? I don't believe it, but it was this thing, just what if? What if maybe I'm the What if maybe I'm the best at it? I don't believe that, but it's a nice thing to go, oh, well, what, but what if, what if you were? You can't even say no. it in your theoretical. I know. But... I read a thing on a horoscope app, which I was, which I can, which I have taken on board, and I hate okay, that it was well, on a horoscope app. That's where your should come from. I hate it. I wish it was somewhere else. I googled it immediately, being like, "Please be something." Someone famous said no. Um, which was let go of the idea that anyone has all of the answers or that you have none. So I will accept that I have some of the answers. I think you. I mean, when it comes to stand up, you have a lot of the answers. <laughs> You have a lot. Okay, here's one. I'll I will see your Justin Hamilton, and I'll give you a Chris Ryan. Okay, yeah. Okay. You you'll take you'll mm-hmm. take advice from Chris Ryan. Uh, we did a gig late last year, and both of us had been having really rough weeks. And right when she walked on stage, so we're talking about how miserable our lives are, and she gets called up onto stage, and as she walks past me, she just says. Nothing matters. And she smashed it. <laughs> and so just to try it, as I walked on stage after her, like she'd smashed it. I'm like, oh no, not only am I sad, but also I'm following Chris Ryan who's just smashed it. And so I just muttered to myself, nothing matters. Nothing and the gig matters. was so much better. <laughs> of all the jobs you've done, which bit? Which bit actually felt right? Oh, they all do at certain times. Stand okay. up, you know, I love when it's working. It's wonderful. Hmm. I love doing shows. I love telling a full story and feel, yeah, when it, when it works, it's the easiest thing in the world. But when it doesn't, it's it's um, very bad. Um, oh, there's my partner. He's there sneaking. He, he was tiptoeing like a cartoon character. Yes, he did. You creepy bad guy. He's going for a walk by. Um, I hope he walks that way the whole time. You better. It's very exciting. He's Irish. He goes visa. They can't kick him out now. Very good. Good news. What? Hang on. They're not going to. They he can't kick him visa. out. He got his visa. That's great. Yep. He got a different colour Medicare card. That's all I understand about it. What? What colour is the Medicare card? Green. I think it was a weird colour before that. Oh. It said you're on thin ice. That's what it said. Don't oh. get too comfortable colour. The Medicare card that says only <laughs> adequate care, not that's, exemplary That's right. Care. That's right. Well, we'll look at you, but we won't give you the good stuff. Um, but, yeah, so I like 
what what do I think my comes yeah I like doing a bit of everything because it takes the pressure off everything like when you're just doing stand-up you just you know then that's the most important thing in the world but when you're doing a bit of everything it sort of yeah takes the pressure off that one thing when have I been the worst I have a terrible memory because which I've realized pretty much all of my good memories come up until high school like not good memories as in like detailed clear, yeah like accurate clear memories which I think has something to do with anxiety it might have been Felicity Ward who told me this because <gasps> when you're living in a state of panic your short-term memory isn't working yes because the cortisol means right? you don't actually bed down so, any long-term memories so pretty it's really upsetting because I've done a bunch of cool stuff which I'm aware of because there's footage of it but when I actually try and tell the story of it my memories are like nothing you know some people have really good detail about it. there was this guy there and he said this he looked at me and he said this I've got nothing of that I've got sort of a vague blur of gigs and things and also the drinking with all of that time and stuff so a lot of my detailed memories are more from high school um we've skipped over that a little bit does that make you so it makes you a little sad or you've just you just i miss my memory yeah Yeah, so sad and it's not going to get any better i feel like also maybe it will if you manage the anxiety better I don't know because I've now had a baby, which also people oh, go. You don't remember. You remember my brain anything. is my brain is is not really working. So I and I read. I've read so many books that I can't remember a single thing about <laughs> them. I remember the vague feeling of, of of reading the book, but then that's pretty much it. Terrifying. I was like you. I had such a good memory in the first maybe eighteen years of my life. Yeah, and um, and so I kind of. I think I allowed myself to believe that memory is what gives your life value. Like if you have many detailed memories, then it's like you've you've made good use of your life. And so now, but I've had to I've had to rethink that because I'm the same as yeah. you. The memories have gotten really sketchy, and I think that maybe the cortisol is a better explanation of it. But I attribute it to the fact that I've had to just um, I've had to learn to cram. You know, like oh, right yeah. before you stand on stage, for you step up on stage and you do a 20-minute spot, you're like trying to put it all into your order and like remember the things that have been said before you get up on stage, reference them in the middle of your set at appropriate moments. Like you cram. And I've done things on stage with my memory that blow my mind. Like I can't believe I did it, but I feel like the loss is I've trained my brain to drop, like to repurpose yep. long-term memory space into short-term memory space. Completely. Is, is that scientific? I don't know. Oh, I 100% agree because my I still can't remember very important details about personal life things that I should know. Like what happened, how my mother's parents died. I should know a lot of detail about that. Don't Gone. remember that. I've been told that like I don't remember just After details. A while, be embarrassing to keep asking, <laughs> right? That's the problem. This is the problem. Now I'm like, I'm maybe I'm like, when I introduce you to my mum, could you just ask her a couple of <laughs> awkward questions? You're not going to see her again. You don't care. Um, but I can. So like Utopia, I can learn pages and pages of script yes. in a couple of hours. I can wrote, learn, you know, an hour of stand up, and so I think you're absolutely onto something there. Um, but my point is, when I'm thinking about what are the worst, the fear is I don't have an appro- I don't have a, a detailed memory of my own life. So I, the fear is that you're the bullet that's done. I've done things that were the worst that I can't <laughs> remember. Um, you know, like that. There's a great episode of Thirty Rock when she goes. She's identified as a victim of, high, of bullying her whole life and goes back to the high school reunion, and it turns out she was the bully. And I have had that happen once when I was at uni. I met someone who said 
you were really mean to us on this bus trip to somewhere and I had no recollection of that at really? all. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was – I think that – I think it's it's never – I don't think I've ever been actively trying to hurt people but I think it's but more – But I don't think that's what bullying is necessarily. No. Oh, yeah, like there's two levels, aren't there? Not going out of your way to help people. There that are kind of people – well, there, I think there are people who really intentionally make others sad – and might report back that that's what they were doing to other friends. Mm. And then I said this to her and she totally cried. Like people who would identify as yeah. bullies. But I think that there are, um, there are a whole lot of us in the middle who are just um, like fighting back in like a high school conversation where everyone's being a bit barbed and we just, we think, we're, we think it's self-defence and then don't realise that somebody's held on to something we say for ages avoids us for the rest of high school because we were so hurtful do do you know what I mean like I do think that thing you're saying is true that we sometimes we are the bully yeah isn't it scary whenever someone says something to you like I remember when you said to me and I'm like oh no oh no (laughs) sometimes it's a good thing it's often a good thing but just that what is it that I've said there was something I was going to apologize Mm. to you for something I said to you see what did you and th- I've said on the podcast a couple of times to people who are like, I need to find that person and say, and I'm like, don't chase someone down to reopen a wound. But so what, I'm about yeah. to do the same thing. Okay. Do you want it? Yeah. Let's do it. I wonder if you remember, it was at the Imperial Comedy mm-hmm. and um, it was shortly after the Bake Off casting. Do you remember how you yeah. and I were both on oh, hold yes. for that? Yes, yes. And it was, um, you know, I talk about how I just had no idea that you had any self-doubt at all because you've always been so magnificently competent at your job. So I bantered too hard. I remember just going, because I'd just been informed that I got Bake Off. And I think you said congratulations. And I went, yeah, suck it, Celia. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No memory of that. Truly no memory? sounds like you. What a meanie. Yeah, I don't, I know. My only memory of that is... Auditioning? Did we do a test together or I yeah, tested with did. Mel? Oh, I, no, I, I think tested you test. Look, there were a bunch of us there on the same day. Yeah. And we were all like testing that. in different combos. And my understanding yeah. was it got down to the three of us yeah. and it was like, what combo of the three of Which is the and meanest can I tell way you, to do it? That I know so mean. And they had to so do it. They did. They had. They stood us all in front of a boardroom of executives and they applauded which ones of us they liked. They didn't do that. They did uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the point, Cleaver, where my life went off the rails. That's when I, that's when I, I, know, you've done I really, went down. Thank God you didn't get Bake Off. <laughs> um, no, no memory. No memory at all. Isn't that have weird? No because to no. me, that sits really uneasily in my stomach. And no. I'm like... no. Mate, that was when I, that's when I thought you were bulletproof and now, now I'm like, no, she's a real human being and you don't say no. suck it to somebody who didn't get a job. <laughs> I love it so much. That's so fun. No, no, that's fine. I mean, maybe this is what I'm talking about. But don't but you, you love that? As I was telling great? that story, you looked like you knew what it was going to be. So I've done oh, no, said something I knew, else to I you. I knew that it got down to the three of us. Yeah. I remember that. But isn't it amazing as well I how, and it might have been a deal at the time. You. I remember it being a thing. Like, like I wanted it. But I don't remember having – I don't have any animosity moment. yeah, towards you at all either. Isn't that interesting? Whereas yeah. there's other things that would be way pettier with other people that I'm sure I hold on to and have remembered. That's the other thing. You know when you go, I don't think this person likes me. And uh, they go, why wouldn't they like you? And it's because – I go, because I, like, I don't like some people. So yeah. it happens. So It, it <laughs> happens. There are people we don't like and for not particularly like, – right? Good reasons. All valid reasons. They're having an off day, whatever. 
but it's that's still the case. Yeah. And there were people who don't Why like us. Why would they like you, Celia? Because of uh, me not liking this person. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter, but it's a thing. I, I don't believe anyone would not like you. They exist. I'm going to shock you. They exist. And sometimes they message me on Instagram. That's just normal people. But I'm sure this, it doesn't matter. I have to let it go. That's the other thing. Like, I agree with all of the things people say. <laughs> doing them doing them in practice is a lot harder. Like, if they say, like, you know, if they're not paying your bills, pay them no mind. You can't control anyone else. All of that stuff, I completely go, easy, easy to say. And I thought having a kid would fix me of that, no, by the way. Did you really? I really did. I thought, that's not why I had one, but I really thought I'll have a kid and I won't give a shit. Oh, I won't give a shit about anyone. Yeah. No, oh, now no. they're just insulting you and your family. <laughs> now and it now it's like if I'm a failure, oh. I'm going to humiliate the kid as well. Yes. Oh, no. Get ready for this. <laughs> My kid came out of school. Like this is this happened last year. I picked her up from school and she came out and she went, well, Kelly was in the toilet. I looked you up on the internet and I was like, never again. Don't ever do it. Promise me you'll never do it again. Of course she's going to do it again. What did she of find? Course. She is. She did. Oh, I wasn't going to listen. I'm not, I don't read my, I don't read my own socials. I'm not going to ask my child what she found about me on the internet. But did she watch, she knows you do stand up. She, she knows she I do stand up. She's seen me, you know, like she's seen me, like if I do a spot on the project or something. Yeah. So they can't, and sometimes they come along to gigs if I know it's going to be like a safe enough gig. Yeah, but your girls will be so proud. Don't know. Well, they should be. Do you know what? Yeah. I did, a, I did um, The Little Hoo-Ha is an improv show in Perth. Mm-hmm. Two teams, The Hearts and the Bones. Yeah. And the audience votes and they came along and they voted for the other team. Oh. So how proud can they be? Mm. They apologised afterwards. <laughs> they're like, I'm so sorry, Mum. It's just the other team's scene was funnier. I'm like, okay. And then Sylvia went, and also you're not a very good singer. Oh, jeez. Cool. Thanks. Brutal. Yes, and Sylvia. Thank you. Mine can't talk yet, so I'm pretty. I'm just hoping that hangs on for about 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite cute right now. I'm happy with. I know. Anyway, should have diddles. Um, what were we talking about? Well, you See? were telling me you can't Brain. think of a. Oh no! So, tell. well, the thing that I thought of of what I'm ashamed of. Um, uh, I remember I have strong memories of when every time I've got in trouble. But the thing that I really regret, my actual biggest life regret, is sad but important to me, which is when my I was in uni and a very close friend of mine's mother passed away, and I did not turn up, and I should have, like I should have turned up for her and at the funeral and that kind of stuff, um, because my mind was like, she'll tell me if she needs me, you know, whereas I should have just turned up, and that's something that I am trying to do more now. Um, and there's no reason for it either. Like we were close and I knew, you know, it's just one of those things that's really, you can't do anything about it. And we're close now still, but it's You're still, still close. Yeah, yeah. Well, sort of in that she's a writer and she's really great. So, you know, from union. Yeah, I'd say we are, yeah. But um, and she doesn't hold a grudge against me for that. It's just, I wish I'd just done that, but I didn't know. Anyway, no, there's no excuse. Cause, well, a kid. No, but when you, yeah, that's right. How old are you know. at uni? Like did 19, you go s- 20. straight from school? So you're not even, you're not yeah. even... In your 20s yet. Yeah, which is also why it's so awful, like, you know, it was a terrible time. So there was, so that's something that is not funny and... Um, what did you do at uni? Arts, drama and writing. Of course. Of course I did. Um, but, yeah, but I was thinking when I was, in, when the memories were good, 
there's something I, do, I don't know if this makes it's a high school story which doesn't make me the worst but I kind of have a habit of um taking the coward's way out um in which terms is, of I mean that's a bit like the story you just <laughs> told me hmm well, you know, like as in you're justifying it. She'll tell me if she needs me. But yeah. really you're letting yourself off the That's hook it. for something hard. Yeah. I take the less risky option most times, which is bizarre when my job is what our job is. You have is. chosen. But in social situations, you know how there's like fight or flight or fawn? I'm a fawner, which is you're right, just pa- pandering, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, uh you, yeah. I mean, you say that, but a lot of people do. There's yeah. a lot of people who don't turn up for all their friends when they lose someone and just wait for their friend to reach out and mm. it never happens. There's a lot of people that would choose that path, but they might not hold on to the memory of it and regret it forever like you. Yeah. What am I trying to do? Am I, I'm trying to make you not as bad as the people who don't even bother regretting it. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's a lot worse things. I've never cheated on a partner. Like, I've done a, you know. You've never cheated on a partner? No. Well, I kissed someone and then I told, I confessed immediately, almost mid-kiss. I was like, we have to stop kissing so I can call my boyfriend and tell him that I've cheated on him. Amazing. <laughs> and it was so, it was so funny. I was in London. We were doing long-distance relationship and everything. And I called him sure that, I was like, I'm so sorry. And this is why we're breaking up because... This guy kissed me, uh, kissed me, look at me, it was my, yeah. I was involved, I was involved, takes two to tongue kiss, it was me, I did it, <laughs> and I was like, we're going to break up, I'm so sorry, and he was like, it's fine, I get it, look, it's not a big deal, I was like, what, what are you talking about, you should be completely How dare you, distraught. this is a big moment for he me. It's a big moment for me anyway, um, but no, why, have you cheated? I, no, yeah. no, but I do, I believe it's way more common, and I don't drink alcohol, and I reckon that makes it heaps easier not to cheat. Yes. Yes, I bet it does. Yeah. I, I re- uh, so I don't reckon I can give me that, myself that many pats on the back because I've deliberately curtailed my life in a way that I... Emotional cheating? Like not done anything but yes. had imagination Absolutely. relationships? Absolutely. Yeah. Because what are you meant to do in the face of that? <laughs> like imagine... I'm yeah, not saying... True. I'm not saying like as in an emotional there is no actual is also continuing a, like a text conversation yeah. or making sure you see them. And I don't, I don't progress things like that. Yeah. But there is every now and then you're just hanging. I'm trying to think. I don't, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of a specific example, but I know that I've done that thing of like going, I wonder what it would be like going out with that person. Ooh. Maybe. Imagine if I actually lived in. Darwin and this was the person do you know what so yeah. absolutely but that's just I mean I do that with other careers I do that with other children oh like, imagine you? if this was my child <laughs> so yeah sure emotional what cheating. are the career what are the careers oh I'd love to be a vet I'd be great oh I'd be rad at vetting there's a um there's a animal farm sanctuary in Tasmania that's my daydream go-to place where I just run away and Is go there it? and just help look after all of the animals every animal there is like the most tragic story but the most beautiful story because they're now saved and they're at Brightside. like there was one of them i don't remember what animal it might have been a rabbit that had one leg because someone some kid had glued its leg to a thing and it's the worst but it is now free and safe and happy at Brightside. like it's just my favorite place in the whole oh that's gorgeous you know you would ruin it if you went there though i know i'd have two days of shit up to my knees and being like i want to go to the logies again (laughs) (laughs) 
So, a very quick story to tell you about not um, about taking the easy road rather than pulling someone up, which I now realise I've done my whole life. Basically, I lived in the countryside and we went to a very fancy high school because my elder sister went to the public school and got bullied and my parents went, that's it, you're all going to the private girl's grandma two hours away on a bus. Um, so didn't really fit in with those girls. As I say, I wasn't – I was sometimes complicit, you know, let's say I was in the middle of the pack. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of stuff and the toy of the era was the Tamagotchi. Aww. I don't know if that – did you see? I think of myself as a lot older than you, but I lived through Tamagotchis as well. Right. And it was the soakers, the little robot egg that you fed, and it became a monster, and it went. Beep, and boop, you beep. say it's an egg? It's not even an egg. It's a tiny pixelated oh, image of an egg on a screen. Like shit. It looks like shit. But before that, all we had was water video games. Do you remember those? The video Ugh. game was a bubble. They you pressed still it. Sell them. <laughs> Do they? My daughters keep reaching for them on the like. You know, you go to the science um, museum yeah. and they're like, "I want one of them," and I'm like, "You don't. You don't. You don't. You want it for." Right, a minute, and then you, then you want a Game Boy. And actually, even Game Boys have not aged well. They're so tiny. So They're not even backlit. You couldn't play them at night. They need a light. They didn't have a light inside oh, them. They're a little green. God. And I don't know this because I never got a Game oh, Boy. Oh, my. Um, so, Tamagotchis was the thing to have. And I don't know what I did or it was my birthday or whatever, but my mum, I got a Tamagotchi. So, this would have been like year eight, year nine, the horror years. And I called my best friend, excited to tell her that I got a Tamagotchi. And somehow on the phone call, in the confusion, she thought I was calling to tell her that I'd got her a Tamagotchi. So I'm on the phone and she's like, ah, I can't believe it. You're the best. It's so, so great. And I went, yeah, I know. And she's like, I can't wait to see you at school tomorrow for you to give me the Tamagotchi <laughs> that you got for me. And I'm like, yeah. It's going to be so good no. when I could have just gone, no, no, I, I got a Tamagotchi. It's mine. But uh, I no, no, I'm so sorry. Uh, as a future professional communicator, I have failed to explain to you that I got the Tamagotchi. It's mine because you would have been annoyed, annoyed for a section, a second or something, but I just yeah. immediately went, yeah, and hung up the phone and went, oh, no, because obviously I'd taken the Tamagotchi out of the thing. It was open and on and it was mine and I really wanted it. So I went to my mum and was like, well, you have to get another Tamagotchi for my friend. She's like, absolutely not. So then the, what started was like a week of me going to school every day and going, oh, no, I forgot to bring <laughs> your Tamagotchi. She's like, where my Tamagotchi? The word Tamagotchi has never been said so many times in an all-girls high school. Um, and then was telling everyone, like, silly, I got me Tamagotchi. Where's Tessa's Tamagotchi? No. And I'm like, I keep forgetting I'm so silly. Oh, Luckily, no. we couldn't go back to my house to get it because it was two hours away by bus. So. Thank goodness. <laughs> And every day I'd go home and go, Mum, we need to, you need to buy another Tamagotchi. She's like, absolutely not. There's no way. So what I ended up doing was one day I put the Tamagotchi, I cleaned it as much as I could at home and I put it back in the container thing and I took it to school and gave it to her. It was like, here's your Tamagotchi. Happy birthday. I'm so sorry it's so late. And she took it out and looked at it and some other girl was like, it's been opened. There's a little tag that you pull out from the battery so she's used it so I got completely rumbled and it was humiliating and then she just gave it back to me and we got her a a voucher for sanity for 20 bucks (laughs) and the bibble who are young listening sanity cd store yeah it's like brashes it's like it's like (laughs) it's it's another cd store that does exist it's like hmv what is it like it was just a place that sold music when music was outside of your body how much was the voucher for 20 bucks. Of course it was. 
It was a lot, which is probably more than all 10 bucks. I can't remember. But the shame of... But you you say we, so your mum would have paid for it. Mum got it, yeah. Does that mean you explain that whole situation to your mum? Yeah. It was humiliating. It was really bad. And then you have to continue going to school there for another three years. That's the worst thing, isn't it? You can't... I mean, now now that we're adults, we can just change job and move countries. (laughs) Yeah, but they're still out there. All of the people that we have interactions with will be like, I've got a story. Oh, <laughs> people. I know. Do you think about that? Should Again, why would I put this into your mind? Do you think about that every now and then when you were in the middle of hosting, thank God you're here, <laughs> and it just goes to an ad break and you're like, that girl that I didn't give a Tamagotchi to is watching it right now. Maybe. I don't know if she remembers. Oh, uh, that's a thing. Again, with your story to me, it's probably a passing thought. Passing thought for her, she like, might not even have remembered it. But for oh. me, it was, it was a, a, painful, a painful thing. But I know that, that story is not – I'm not the worst in that, but it's something where I, I think that I continued to do, which is to not just go in the moment, like go – Tomorrow's hey, there's problem. been a bit of miscommunication and this is slightly awkward now rather than it build, building up and just going to along with something that I'm not comfortable with. I feel like adults wouldn't have rumbled you as well. Like adults, oh, no, no. Adults yeah. would see the tag missing and the person standing next to them would be like, that's weird, but I'll just keep it to myself. Yeah. Teenagers. They just call it out and busted me. They're like, that's not real. Yeah. You Thanks. look old. That's so <laughs> nice. Why are they like that? I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm still a kid. Yeah. I'm 40 and I'm a kid. What happened to the Tamagotchi? Did you... Oh, I think did I you kept keep it and buried it. No, I didn't enjoy it because I couldn't take it to school because that was the cool thing in class to be playing with it. But I couldn't... No, I couldn't be seen with it because it would remind everyone of how poor I was. I mean, that's the sort of crux of it. It's because they're like... Why wouldn't you just buy another one? Like, that's why I think it wasn't a big deal to anyone else other than me. Yeah, that's why they're like, why would anyone why give it to someone that had, it's already been over? It's not a big deal. Um, so You know, no. if you weren't so, if you hadn't been so full of guilt already, you could have been like, oh my God, I'm going to take that back to Maya. Insert Maya, store here. Yeah. I don't know where you buy it. So yeah, would have been my Kmart. Like I don't think yeah. it was that fancy. Would have been. It Kmart. wasn't even that fancy, and no. you could have like if you hadn't been already carrying so much guilt, you would have just been like, "Oh, that's an outrage. I will get my mum to get that replaced," and then you could have had another yeah. week of pretending to forget it. Someone once actually said to me, "Don't you hate it when the cleaners up one end of your house, so you have to go up the other end of the house, so you don't have to talk to them?" And I was like, "Yeah, we throw rotten eggs down the hill for fun." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Um, do yeah. you have a cleaner now? No. We do, we've got a ro- Roomba. We've got a robo cleaner. That's great. I love it. It's a whole new world. That's right. They're so much easier to share space with than oh. real cleaners. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very rude to it. I, co- I thought I'd just start. I thought I'd summoned it. I thought I'd just started. I'm sorry. sorry. It's over there. I'm sorry, us. It's called Sucky Ducky. Oh, it's my partner coming home. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> I thought you were the robot vacuum coming to, to be in charge of the house. Maybe you are. Um, very rapid fire things that I'm also the worst at. I wish that I'd taken care of my skin. Still don't. Still don't know how to do it. What? Well, like that's washing your face and doing all of the uh, things. No, no, no. Drop that. That's not. It can't be worth caring about. 
that's how I feel about skin. I think it's a really good idea to use sunscreen because skin cancer is a terrible thing. Yeah. But I don't believe, I believe that as soon as you start caring about skin, it will inevitably take up too much of your heart and mind for too little payoff. Yeah. Surely it's more, so sorry everyone who cares about skin, because it's a fun hobby, I'm sure, but surely <laughs> it's more important to care about your personality. Oh, yeah. It's just one of the things on the list of things that I go, no. oh, haven't I gone around to do that? Like, no, out. Yuck. yeah, let it go. Yeah. Toner, I can't believe they sell that to people. What is even it just is that? like acid? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it can't be worth it is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I believe, like, there was a long time where I was like you, where I was like, I should understand these products better, use them properly. I should wash my skin before I go to bed because yeah. that's what you're meant to do. No. And now I'm like... I feel like I've gotten away for it from it for so long. And you look amazing. But I have. I, mean, I am amazing. Where I have proven that actually it wasn't worth. Well, that's what I mean. About. See, this is the thing as well, where I've been rewarded by being anxious and nervous about stand up, whereas you have been rewarded with beautiful skin by treating it terribly. Yeah. So you're not going to stop. Why I'm would not you treat it terribly? You I'm do. very I've grateful. seen you. You rub cigarette butts into it all <laughs> night. That's what you do. You pour chocolate. Tiramisu and cigarette butts into all that. No, but uh, that's great. But I just think if I let myself care about that stuff, it would be a preoccupation that didn't help me. So I quite enjoy Mm. not giving a shit. I don't do well. I it's that thing where I go, oh, I should, and I try, and then I don't. Mainly because I hate washing my face so much because I'm forty and I've I don't know how to do it where you don't get entirely soaked. I yeah. don't know how. I don't want to have to blow dry my hair face. again. Right. And I'm going to get all my little cowlicks curly My again. whole outfit gets curly. How do you do it without <laughs> your arms being soaked and being wet? So I just don't do that. And also I've watched in that things of like in terms of what the benefit you get out of it. I look back at old clips. And I'm like, oh, no, I've always – the stuff that I b- bother me, I look back and I go, oh, no, I've always looked like that. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's gotten so much worse. I'm like, oh no, that was just there. That's just, yeah. it's just your head, mate. It's just your head. Um, so that's good. Well, that's maybe feel good about that. Good. I'll stop. I, I won't do I anything about that. I don't want to beauty shame anyone, but I can't We've got to be bring able to myself shame to someone. believe in it. Yeah, we've got to be able to shame someone, Claire. No, but I think that's very. I think that's good because it's more. I think there's more messages telling us to do it than there are to take a chill pill about it i hate being told what to do and that's why i'm a grown-up well yeah that's maybe that's when you have you always been hated no, always told been, yeah but i look at my dad and he's even worse than me and i'm like i'm slowly becoming my dad uh, you were reverse psychology kind of person if someone tells you not to do something are you like well that's what i'm gonna do yeah a little bit what is that what were you saying that you were gonna do you're gonna tank this show just to prove people to people to, to prove them that i that they everyone that's wrong. telling you you're great and you're gonna be fine you're just gonna prove them wrong it's gonna be fine and that's in the scheme of things it'll be fine and even if it's not fine it doesn't matter nothing matters nothing matters. nothing matters you just put your little and it really does feel like in the world it's like at the moment it feels like sort of dusting a skirting board in a house that's on fire it's like look let's just <laughs> Just make this little bit of skirting board's going to be beautiful and sparkle while we have a lovely time. You know? What a hopeful note to finish on. Thank you well, so much. It is. What else can you do? But polish a bit of your skirting board. Good luck, everyone. We're all doing a great job. No one's the worst. If you're trying, you know. Well, actually, there's got to be someone who, there's got to be the, oh my the worst. Someone's the worst. <laughs> It's not you. It's not us. Bag's not it. 
Cordelia Piccola debuts her new show in Hobart on Feb 16 and then takes it to Melbourne International Comedy Festival from March 28 to April 7. I've seen bits of the material and I cannot wait to see the whole thing. She's such a master. Find tickets at comedy.com.au and on the same site you'll find tickets to my stand-up tour for dates in Adelaide, Canberra and Melbourne. Plus, the I'm the Worst live show is on sale Saturday, April 6th. Two big guests, two confessions. Next episode, future cult leader doesn't send the message.